Presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and saves. Listen for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. All right, hey Blue for this our umpires podcast for an umpire bar for umpires by an umpire brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code one four two zero lab at CalderaLab.com for the best in men's skin care. Umpires take care of your uh, your face out there in these hot summer days. Take care of those fine lines, wrinkles, burns, <clears throat> anything else that might be happening with your skin. We take a beating out there. I'm kind of laughing because I do so many of these damn things sometimes i forget what i'm supposed to say on the darn shows that i'm doing but anyways uh thank you very much for joining us today on the hey blue podcast remember we are part of the belly up media network go to uh, bellyupsports.com uh check out all the great podcasts when you're on the road and great articles while you're sitting around make sure you guys tune into the hey blue podcast and catch up on some old ones you may have missed anyways the uh the baseball season can come uh become a very long and arduous journey throughout the uh the highways, the ball fields, and everywhere else, the cities and towns that we go through. It can become uh, quite the struggle as we uh, get into the 1st of August here, 2023. That means you got state playoffs, district playoffs. You have uh, Little League championships. You have playoff games for uh, whatever summer wood bat uh, league you might be doing. You might have uh, regional championships coming up. But right now, uh, it is that time of year where it is uh, – down to the nitty gritty and a lot of baseball teams are getting down to some championship moments. A lot of, uh, a lot of places they're all done. You have some umpires who are looking for more games and uh, trying to find a game here and there, which there should be no, no problem finding. As I found out uh, on a trip out to Brooks last night, there's uh, people tournaments and everything else popping up, which we will get into in a second about that. But then there's, uh, there's times where you get to this part of the season where you want it to be kind of done and it gets a little bit hard to get out on the field. It's a little bit tough to, to, uh, drag your bag out of the garage for one last time, put it in the trunk or the back of your truck and go to the field, uh, shine your shoes up and go back out one more time or two more times. Or the, uh, the thought of going out for a weekend series when, you know, let's see, uh, you're into August, you're thinking, Jesus, all I've done this summer is, is put this darn black shirt on and these gray pants and, and cook myself. I'd rather watch a baseball game at home with a nice cold beverage in my hand, whether it be an adult beverage or a, uh, a non-adult beverage, whatever it might be, whatever you got, whatever you fancy. And it can get a little bit tough. 
uh, this part of the year to get out there and, and do things again. It's uh, it, mentally sometimes you get checked out. Uh, physically, you get a lot. You get a lot more checked out. I, I know that uh, there's days where my bones hurt a little bit more than others, and and you so you do some things. And it's just staying hydrated is one of those things that does take care of that. Quite, uh, it's quite odd how much uh, like you, when your knees a little bit sore, you drink some water and they, it magically goes away. But uh, the pain's still there a little later on. But anyways, um, it, it gets a little bit tough throughout the season to get out there. There is sometimes you have some animosity towards maybe your partner or maybe to your assigner or to maybe uh, somebody that uh, wronged you a little bit during the season might be a player, coach, parent, or what it might be. Uh, or it might just be an association completely that you just, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm overdoing this. I can't do it anymore. I, I'm, I'm mostly checked out and I, I can't, I can't physically mentally and everything give, give my uh, 110% or what I think is 110%. I mean, everybody's 110% of two different things, right? My hundred and your hundred might be two different hundreds in a positive or negative way, either way. But, but it's just funny how, uh, like you, we always say, it takes a special being to get to go out there and be an umpire. It takes a special kind of person to go out there. Where, and it's, there's all kinds of different kind of special too. But it's interesting once you get going out there and you get to this point of the year and you, you just in your heart of hearts, you know you can't you can't do it. And you, you can't give it your all, and uh, you just go, you know what. I, I can't do it. And uh, you, 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 the, the thought of going sometimes a lot worse than actually going. And we, we talk about that, but usually when you get out there, uh, you, you, you get through it and you figure a way to get through it. And you get through that one game, which is usually only about two hours when it's all said and done at most levels. Sometimes they, they stretch into three hour games, but uh, depending on what level of baseball you're doing and how the pitching was and everything else. And you, you do the countdown of how many outs it might be for a game, it might be a 42 out game. It might be a 54 out game, but once it's all said and done usually uh, crack a beverage in the dressing room you have a few laughs and you smile and on the on the, on the, the way home you you mentally go through it in, in your head about how it goes uh, or, or, how, or how it went and you have your conversations with either the voices in your head or your partners or it might be on your trip home or after the game or you bore your wife for the thousandth time about what happened on the baseball field gentlemen I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on this they don't care they just love us so they listen uh, it's one of those things that's a pro tip number one in the hey blue podcast women don't care man they don't <laughs> like Deanne, she just nods and smiles and everything goes, okay, honey, that's good. But she doesn't care. But uh, it's one of those things where you, you get it done and it's, it, it usually turns out better than you hope. There are times where it doesn't. And that's, that's one, uh, one thing I want to talk about a little bit today is that there's times where maybe you should have said no to a game that you should have said, maybe I, I, I'll back out of this one. Cause I'm just mentally physically checked out and it's okay to tell your assigner that and to, 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 to let him know that, you know what, this part of the season, I'm just, I'm not into it anymore. I'll probably do more, more harm than good by going out there. It might just because I am tired. It might be because I'm, I'm not a, a I'm not, uh, I don't have the drive to go out there and do it. I don't, uh, I'm not thinking about baseball anymore. I don't know where my bag is anymore. I lost my shoes. You make all kinds of excuses to not go, but sometimes just telling your assigner and, and hitting the button on Arbor saying, no, I, I decline this game. It, it might be a better thing because there's probably, a, it'd be a lot worse of a situation to go out there and do a bad job and uh, have people ridicule you and remember that because you're only as good as your last game. And if you have a really bad last game, people will remember that. That might be the last time that they ever see you and it might be the last time that they uh ever uh that you ever get to the, that they ever had a baseball game or, or whatever it might be because well, like i've said before on this podcast and other shows that i've done that uh, this is these uh these games are little billy little sally and little jimmy's last ones that they might ever play and so the parents are out there and they're a little revved up and they're they're getting things going and you don't want to um 
I mean, it's a pretty tough word, tough word to say. You don't want to screw little Billy out of his last that bad ever, right? Whether it be at state A championships or or a double A Bantam tournament or uh, the WCBL or whatever league you might be doing, you want to make sure you're doing giving your all and doing your best. And if you don't have it between your ears to go out and do a good job, uh, it's 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 more up to you than it is anybody else to to let people know. And that and that's that's throughout the season. There's things that that happen throughout the year where you maybe shouldn't be doing a game, whether you're out a little bit late late the night before or, or you've got problems at home. And that's one thing we, I, I kind of was talking about with a guy last night. He was uh, popping off, not popping off. That's a pretty harsh word. He was saying stuff about things and I got about pitches and I, I got, uh, I got thinking, I said, you know what? Like, like we all have jobs. We're all like, like they're all different jobs. We all have different things going on in our life. These players and, and parents and coaches, they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. They just come out and they expect us to, to be at our very best at all times. And once we put on the, uh, the black shirt and the gray pants, no matter what, we're not going to make mistakes. But the thing is guys, you might get tired. Guys might've had a long day at work. It's been, a, it's been a hundred degrees around here uh, for, for a long time. So sometimes you just get worn out. And then a lot of times we can become uh, officials as umpires. We can become our worst enemies. We think we did a, a, a bad job or we think we didn't do as well as we could because guys were popping off a little bit because their emotions are a little bit high. And so we got to keep, keep that all in consideration when you do accept games and when you do a game, when the game is over to maybe sometimes just uh, just maybe take a step back in your own in your own view and say, you know what, maybe I didn't do as nearly as bad of a job as I thought I did in the uh, in the sixth inning because by, by the time ninth came around, things were okay. Uh, like you're going to miss pitches, that. That happens no matter what. Uh, the people who listen to this show, I, I, I'm fairly certain that we've all missed a pitch or two just this week, let alone this year, right? So it's one of those things that you really have to realize that maybe sometimes saying no to an assignment or turning it or finding somebody to do that game might be better off. And then just saying flat out saying, listen, I'm just done. I'm, I'm physically, I'm, I'm mentally checked out for the season. I don't have it in me anymore to do, do any more games. Uh, I, I can't give it my all and I'll be doing a disservice to not only um, the players playing the game, the coaches, the parents, to pay the money, but also my partners as well, because your partners, you know, they, they expect, uh, I, I would hope that all partners expect a, a high level of efficiency from, from each other. And when you go out there and do a game, I hope that everybody has uh, holds the, everybody accountable for what they do. Okay. Is everybody at the same, same level? No, obviously not. Are, are some people better than others? hundred percent. But when you, when you're expected to be in certain places and have your positions and do your rotations and having a strike zone and on and on and on, on it goes, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to hold people accountable. Uh, do you have to yell and shout at him? Probably not. Do you have to freak out? Probably not. Sometimes you, you do. There's no getting around that. Like if a guy's if a guy's completely blowing a, a rotation or something or whatever it might be or a, a positioning thing, and it becomes a situation where it's affecting the game. It's affecting how um, the, the the other people are looking at you. Then sometimes something has to be said. But the thing is, it's uh, your reputation on the line as an official. And uh, when we when we sign up to do this, when you're the age of 12 or 20 or 30 or 50, when you sign up to be an official, you you have a, a certain sense of pride to be out there doing a good job. And it's your reputation you try to uphold because that's how we get the next game and the next assignment and everything else. It's your reputation. A lot of places, they just grab a guy because you're a shirt filler because they're, they're hurt for umpires. And we'll talk about that in about five minutes, I think. But there, there's a certain reputation, a certain uh, – 
a level that a lot of officials, most of the guys that I work with, want to go out and do a good job. They want to, they, they put the uniform on, they have a sense of pride, they want to be around the game of baseball, they want to have those memories, they want to have that assignment, they want to be in the championship game, they want to be uh, in in the playoff matches, they want to uh, they, they want to be just a part of it. They want to bring back memories that they that they may have had when they were on the field when they were a kid playing the game, and then so they want to be just part of it uh, when it when it's all said and done. So it's everybody's it's uh, this part of the year, like I said, it can be real tough to get out there and uh, and and do a good job. So my advice to you guys, if if you're if you're emotionally and physically and everything else checked out, just let it be known and say, listen, I, I don't have it in me, and f- find a, a replacement for your for your for your gain you might have because it just it, it'll only do you harm your partner harm and yourself some harm when it's all when it's all said and done and the, the game itself which is the most important part of it we're just peons in the in, in the match i mean we're very important uh, umpires without umpires you're just practicing which i've said a thousand times on this podcast i think but it's very important that when you go out there you're, you're given a, a a thousand percent and having a good time and trying to keep your 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 temperature down because at this time of year we, with the titles these imaginary titles and these banners and everything else that are being won and sometimes guys remember these championships their entire lives a lot of times the kids don't remember they won a championship later on that night when they're taping their hockey stick for, for the hockey school they might be going to or they're going to football camp or whatever it might be uh, sometimes these uh, championships mean absolutely nothing to anybody sometimes these, these leagues mean nothing uh you, you talk to a lot of players they just play from team to team that's uh i talked there was a kid last night i, I he was talking. He didn't play for his uh, community team, so it was uh, it wasn't as good. So he played a travel team. So well, that just shows you that winning and losing didn't really matter to this kid, which was was sad to hear. But you're out there. There's uh, certain things you got to do um, to make sure that if, if you do get a little bit heated and emotions are running high, and these teams are having a situation where they're uh, getting a little rambunctious, and the parents are getting rambunctious, and the parents are getting uh, rambunctious, and the umpires are getting a little rambunctious. There's certain things you got to do uh, to keep to get each because we can get each other's throats a little bit. We can get our, each other's throats as, as umpires, but there's certain things that uh, we can get heated a little with parents and coaches. But there's certain things that you got to remember is that they're human beings too, right? And sometimes human beings make uh, uh, asses of themselves, to say the least. And, and umpires can do the same, and they bite back a little too hard, and they get a little bit vicious. And uh, all of a sudden, you're known as that guy who gets more joy out of throwing guys out of game than keeping guys in games. Yes, you you do have to deal with stuff. I understand that. Yes, there's there's times where guys have to be uh, asked to leave games, but there are ways you can go about doing it. Um, there's it's it's everyday baseball stuff happens and calls get missed uh it's be, being in position and making sure you're hustling is is one of the most important parts you'll, you'll probably get a lot a lot less bite back from anybody if you're in position doing your job and then that that helps a lot to make sure that people aren't aren't biting at you because uh, you know judgment's one thing but being out of position is another and that's one thing you control like the best way to avoid a situation is to avoid a situation it's uh but when, when it, it starts to get to arguments and things, it's how you deal with that stuff that can really be, uh, make you a, a better umpire and a better official and a, a better uh, person in general on and off the field where people want to talk to you and uh, have your have your back when something does go sideways. Earlier this season, uh, I won't mention the team. It doesn't much matter. I had a little situation there. There was a... Uh, uh, weekend series, and there was a kid that uh, I called out at first base. He was out, and I, I know he was out. It was it was a banger at first base, and I know my heart of hearts, and I haven't looked it up, but I I know I got the call right. And he uh, he popped off a little bit, and I just went, "Hey man, you're out. Don't 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 like shut up. Go to the dugout. That's it. We're done." Well, anyways, the kid went to the far end of the dugout. I was on, on first base, and uh, he went to the far end of the dugout 
quite a ways down down the down the line from me, and I could hear him uh, talking in Spanish. Obviously, I don't talk. It's not obviously. So half you people don't know. Most people listening to the show don't know who I am. But anyways, this kid was talking in Spanish. It was directed at me, and I, I kind of knew it was directed at me. And some of the other Spanish pe- uh, speaking players on the team were kind of looking looking at this guy like, "What the hell?" And I, I just I didn't uh, I didn't stare in the dugout. I was just taking peeks now and then. And it kind of went on for a little bit. And then this guy walked down to the dugout. Uh, to the other end of the dugout that was closer to to the first base the, of, of the of the building I was working in, and uh, he said something that that really piqued my interest. I'm a big ignore, acknowledge, warn, eject guy. I'm a really I'm really big on that, and I ignore a lot more. Like I'll bite back, shut up, get heck out, get the heck out of here. That's what I said, right? You caught me. But I'm one of those guys where I'll I'll, uh, I'll say something like, "Hey, just shut up. You want to stay in this game? That's it. We're not doing this." Or before it even gets to that point, a, a kid says something, I'll just I'll, I'll bite. And then it, 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 it it's kind of an uncanny thing. It kind of just stops the situation, and I don't have to say much after that. But this guy, he uh, he kept going on and on and on a little bit, and he said something that really piqued my ears, uh, and my uh, rabbit ears kind of popped out of the side of my head. Not that I don't have big ears already, but uh, he basically. Uh, he did. He called me racist. He said uh, something along the lines of, I thought Canadians were nice and not racist. And I looked at him and I said to to, uh, to his first base coach, and I said, you two tell that MFR to shut the F up or he won't be in this league much longer. Uh, I didn't want to draw attention to it for the simple reason that that was a conversation that really nobody else was hearing. There was a conversation that not how everybody's hearing it, but it, uh, there was a, it was a situation where maybe I, that I thought that maybe this kid, he might've done this a time or two and thrown the race card out there and, uh, and on and on it went. And I, I just got, you know what, I'm not going to give this kid uh, the satisfaction of, of, of getting, getting under my skin and getting, um, and getting his way and getting this, the, uh, he, he, has he used that, that before in, in terms, probably you know, that wouldn't have been the first time he's ever used that line or the, the first time he's ever bit back at an umpire. Cause you could just tell the way he was acting. Right. And he, uh, his coach went and talked to him pretty quick and, and that it, it ended pretty, pretty, uh, it ended pretty quickly. And he come out to me between innings and he wanted to talk to me while I was standing between first and second base in the outfield between innings there. And he wanted to say something. I said, get out of my face. I said, that shit ain't funny. That's not funny. I said, that's when people get in trouble, man. I said, that's not, that ain't funny. Don't pretend it was a joke because it's not a joke. It's not. You, like, there's some things you can joke about in the baseball field, and that's and that's not one of them. And uh, he kind of got a frown, and I got all poopy pants. And I said, yes, you're lucky to be in this fucking game. There, I swore I said it. And uh, But I didn't think it was uh, a, a conversation that had to go out to the masses. I I, I helped, did, I, did I handle it properly? I hope you guys get back to me and let me know what you think um, in the comment section of the podcast, whatever, you, whatever where, however you want, uh, on Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff. But I, I want to know how you guys would have dealt with that because I, I dealt with it the, the way I thought it was appropriate because I, I don't think to give that guy the satisfaction of getting under my skin and using that kind of verbiage uh, was was appropriate. Yeah, you, when it gets personal, you're supposed to, it's an automatic ejection, but there's just different ways and and dealing with uh, humanity a little bit, I think it's a little bit bigger than the game of baseball sometimes. And that's why I handled it the way I did. Um, didn't much matter. The game, it, 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 didn't, it didn't factor into the game at all. It wasn't a... Um, it was a uh, was it personal? I don't know. Was he trying to be funny? I don't know. Uh, was it the first time he used that? I'm pretty sure it wasn't. But uh, I just felt that it was at that time. It was for me to not say anything. And then uh, just this past week, I was fortunate enough to be to go to one of the uh, the better stadiums here in the WCBL and do a, a Friday Saturday night with the same team playing. And and uh, the kid, the same kid, he uh, got he, he struck out on a. Uh, 
it was a strike. I mean, whatever. Like I can't remember what, what the uh, where it was. It was a slider. It was. It was. Uh, he thought it was inside, and I said it wasn't. He started barking a little bit, and I said, "Just go. This isn't democracy. Just go. We're done. We're not talking." He goes, "I want to have a conversation." I said, "No, you don't." I said, "No, you don't. Go to the dugout. We're done." And I just kept looking ahead, and I didn't make a big deal of it. But I, I heard him still, still spouting off a little bit. But once again, I felt that it was, you know what? Why draw attention to that guy, and why let him uh, be the center of attention when the game was a, it was a great baseball game, and the 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 few words or whatever it was he was saying didn't uh, weren't being heard by anybody but maybe a couple of his teammates and myself because uh, you know you, when someone's directing something at you because there was 5,000 people in the building that night the biggest crowd that I've ever umpired in front of and so it was kind of it was a fun night and we'll get to that in half a second too but uh, this kid he just continued to pop off a little bit and then it was done and it was over um, I didn't hear from him uh, for like whatever the last two outs of that inning and uh but I got just like, Jesus, man, like just shut the, shut your fucking mouth was all I was thinking in my head. But I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to take away from the great baseball game that was happening. I didn't want to take away from the other two teams and the, the 18 other kids that were playing in the game, the parents, the coaches, everything else, or not the parents, the, the fans and the, the atmosphere. And and I didn't want to make it about me. And, and that's the biggest thing that I try to do is to not make it about me. Yes, there are times where you, you have to uh, go out there and throw somebody out. I, I get that, but I didn't want to make this situation about me with one kid with a bad attitude that was just everybody, to, like nobody, nobody knew what was going on because like there's a lot of people there. If it was in a different stadium where there's only 50 people, then you might have handled it differently, right? Because every every situation you have has to be handled a little bit differently, and every person you have has to be handled a little bit differently. In my opinion, when you give a guy like this that kind of attention, he's going to keep wanting it and wanting it and wanting it, and he'll get it. And it, it won't teach him anything. It won't do him any good. Uh, it doesn't help the game at all. In my opinion, uh, was I right to not throw him out of the game there? Probably. I, I don't know. I don't know how you deal with it, but I think he got the he got the point when he's at home plate to you know maybe shut up. And he went to the dugout and he was popping off, and his uh, the the catcher he come in Logan, I think his name was he. Uh, he come back to talk to me, uh, get taking some pitches, and I was cleaning the plate. And I and I basically said, I said, if that guy wants to get thrown out of the game, just let me know. But he should probably just shut up. And uh, and then Logan actually reminded me that that was the same guy that called me racist earlier in the season. And I went, oh yeah, because I, I I'd actually forgotten all about it. That, that's how much it meant to me that day when he said that. Uh, I got I got over it pretty quick. And it was the same kid that did it early in the season. And Logan, I, I don't know if his name was even Logan. Uh, you go through so many catches here, the catchers don't remember our names. Why do I remember the catcher's name? Right, but it was one of those situations where. I just uh, went, oh yeah, okay. And then this this catcher, he said, you know what? When he said that about you back in uh, early June, uh, we all basically told him that like that was that was offside. That, that that's a no goal, man. You can't be doing that. That was a bullshit move. And on and on and on. And they, they to a man, that entire team had my back, and they didn't get along with this this kid who was calling me uh, calling me names and being a being a jackass. But I felt that that was a situation where the uh, ignore acknowledged was pretty much as hard, as far as that had to get because uh, warning and ejecting a guy like that, all that's going to do is just elevate the, the situation and make it probably worse for both of us and uh, other people involved. There's there's certain there's certain people that don't need to be involved in every conversation happens on a ball field and that was one of them and i felt that i handled that uh, appropriately and I, like if it was uh you know if it was a game that, that, that didn't have as many people I, I may have acted differently but i didn't think it was a time for me to draw attention away from a baseball game and give that little prick the satisfaction that he wanted because that's all he wanted was attention and i find that a lot of these kids and a lot of these coaches and players who act up and and cause and cause trouble on a baseball field they are just looking for attention and, and if you give it to them they'll, they'll, they'll keep wanting it and wanting it and wanting it and they 
they get off on getting thrown out of games and they, they talk about how many bingos that they get. And there are, there are umpires who do that too. Uh, are there certain situations where you throw a guy out? A hundred percent. A guy that we work with uh, a lot here in Leopard, Alberta, he got his first WCBL one in his uh, three, three years. He's been doing this league. I think a kid drew a line on him and he said, that's it. You can go. Your participation is no longer required here. And Tyler, Tyler did it appropriately, quietly. Nobody really had to have known that it was done. And nobody probably did know that it, that it even happened the way it was done. Um, and later on the next day, uh, this kid, his, uh, his, his, his coach, he came up to me and he said, tell, make sure you tell Tyler that, uh, he did a really good job throwing him out of the game because that kid deserved it. I've been warning him about that for a long time that someone's going to throw him out and well, Tyler threw him out and it happened and Les wanted to, to, uh, you know, pat Tyler on the back a little bit for, for doing that. And it was funny, like last night when we were talking to that kid, uh, he said, yeah, if these umpires quit making, don't, don't make bad calls, we'll, uh, I'll quit doing that. And I said, kid, you don't like, you just don't get it. Like when kids talk like that, they just don't get it. And he, he was talking to two umpires about this, about drawing a line there and basically saying, I'll keep doing it until, until umpires make, make the call right. And I said, I just walked away. I said, you just don't get it, man. I said, you just don't get it. And it just showed the the, uh, the level entitlement that some of these players uh, at these at these levels have because it's just uh, they're they're told they can do whatever they want. It's kind of it's kind of crappy that, that like you have some coaches who get it who will uh, will t- tell these kids to not do it and it'll stop. And you have other coaches who just allow it to happen because they uh, they can't say anything to little Bobby or Jimmy or Susie or whoever it might be. But yeah, so uh, like when I I didn't throw that guy out of the game, I, I I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. I think I did I did the right thing. I let him blow off whatever stupid steam he has in his head uh teenage testosterone or whatever this this kid may might be um but everything i, I just felt that i didn't need to, to, to draw attention to myself i didn't get, get feel the need to um to escalate any further because that's something that could get escalated further and by me throwing a, a kid that's accusing people of being racist i'm not going to cure that kid's head i'm not going to clear clear up that uh agents between his head that's something that's deeply ingrained in his in his soul and in his body and and for him to say that i was like you just don't get it, man. You don't get the game of baseball. You don't get how, how to talk to people. And by me throwing you out of a game, isn't going to fix you. So I, I didn't bother. I didn't want to give the kid more attention that he was trying to trying to garner because what's that going to do for anybody? And like I said, the, uh, the 5,000 people in the building that night, they, unless they're listening to this, they, uh, they had no idea that that kid was doing it, what was said, or that when it was back, when he did call me a racist back in, um, back in early, early June, nobody knew what was going on. Right. A few couple of my umpire buddies, they knew about it cause they, they were on the field with me, obviously and a couple of the players, but in general, nobody knew what happened. So, and that's the way it should probably stay when it comes to those situations. Uh, ignore, acknowledge, warn, eject. It's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a glorious little, uh, little thing. And it works. Uh, is it perfect? No. Uh, does it help if you if you sit back and, and and look into things a little bit? Yeah, it helps a lot. And it's very important that we uh, do sometimes just slow it down. It's like it's like timing when you're calling pitches or timing when you're calling outs. So if somebody says something to you, ignore, acknowledge, warn, eject. It's a step by step process, and you can take a little time to digest everything that comes into your head because it can be it can be pretty tough. And uh, like this time of year, like I said, when everybody's got the emotions running through their head and calls are happening and things are happening and and teams are trying to win championships for whatever reason they get a little bit uh, amped up it's uh, it can be a little bit tough on the field and then sometimes guys get a little intimidated and then sometimes guys want to quit for the year or never want to come back and this is the time of year where it's uh shit or get off the pot i guess one of those things that when you're on the baseball field uh I'm, about, I'm going down to to back to haver montana this weekend i'm the uh umpire in chief for the uh class ace uh, northwest regional um, american legion so that should be a lot of fun down in haver i was talking to the umpire or the uh, tournament coordinator today and he uh, feels the same 
same way I do about parents and umpires and coaches, how everybody can get a little revved up, but we just got to take a step back sometimes. And how, and then umpires, I said, like, we don't, I, I had a nice conversation with him today, today, basically. And I said, uh, you know, there's some guys who caught, who cause trouble in the field. There's other guys who don't. And I said, the like, umpires draw attention to themselves uh, so for all the wrong reasons sometimes. And the best uh, umpire, umpiring job you can do is when no one knows that you're doing. Everybody, everybody knows that old saying. Uh, sometimes when you do a good job, you're like a pat in the back, though. There's no getting around that. So getting a pat in the back is only a foot and a half and kicking the ass, though. But it's uh, so it should be a fun tournament down in, in Haver, Montana. To all those people listening to the show, uh, whatever tournaments you guys are doing this weekend, whatever championships you're involved in in the next week and a half or so, uh, go out and enjoy it and remember why you're out in the field, why you're having a good time, why you're, why, what, uh, what you originally got into it for and, uh, and go out there and do a good job and to do the best job possible and make sure that if your partner's not doing a good job, you give him a little kick in the ass and make sure they're doing things properly. And if you, you don't get that championship game or you don't get a playoff game or you don't get whatever thought was coming to you, don't worry about it. Uh, there's lots of games to do. And then there's always next year in different tournaments you can get and go out there and improve yourself and ask people what you can do to improve yourself. And I guess the biggest thing, and then we'll get off this and I'm going to get to a, a feel good story, I guess, before we uh, call it good for the Hey Blue podcast today. But uh, uh, that's one thing that I, I don't understand is that when somebody wants to give you advice, um, take it. Take their advice. If somebody, if you go to uh, something like evaluations or somebody's there to evaluate you or there's someone who's just walking by who's seen something you're not doing exactly 100% right and they, they give you a little bit of advice, just take it and, and run with it and maybe try it. Uh, nobody's wanting to take your job. Nobody's wanting to hurt you. I think to a man, there's, there's like umpires are our funny group. We all think we're the best ones out there and then we all think that someone's trying to take our job, right? So, but when some, when umpires are out there doing their, their job, they really are trying to help. And when other guys give you a little bit of advice or maybe you could stand here you could turn this do this do that you know what i'm talking about but there's certain ways you can you can take that advice and run with it or you can put your nose up and basically tell that guy to fuck off and they, i i i would not do the latter uh, guys are trying to help because when they go out in the field with you they want they want you to, to be at your best so they can be at their best. And they're not worried about where their partner might be, where their partner might not be, what the pitch might be called, what it might not be called, because everybody has to pick each other's crap up throughout a night on the baseball field. And it can be pretty tough at times when a guy is constantly out of place or not doing things he's supposed to be doing because, well, this is how I used to do it. And this is how I should, this is how I, I, I learned to do it. Well, things change and people evolve and there's different ways of doing things, right? Whether one's right, wrong, or indifferent, isn't really the, the point. There's just certain things that you got to do when you're going out there with partners who ha you haven't worked. Cause I'm going to be working with a few guys I haven't worked with before. So we're having a little meeting tonight about how to, that making sure we're all on the same page when you, yeah, you can do your, you can do your uh, little pregame meeting before you go on the field, but what's that, what's that 10 minutes going to do? You gotta, you gotta make sure you're working on things throughout the year and making sure you're, you're doing things right. Cause so we aren't having to pick each other's crap up. So when people give you advice and they're, and they're giving you some tips and you get an evaluation, uh, don't yeah about it. Like, don't yeah, but as Brandon Oberg said, yeah, but live in the woods. I don't know what a yeah, but is. Maybe it's a rabbit or half a rabbit or whatever. Yak and a rabbit. I don't know. But anyways, he says that all the time. A yeah, but live in the woods. So when people give you some advice, take it, whether it be on the, the mental side of the game, the physical side of the game, uh, the judgment side of the game, where it might be. Because all of those pieces piece of, of a baseball game come into umpiring. It's not just balls and strikes and outs and saves, as the openings uh, <laughs> credits say of the Hey Blue Umpire podcast. But make sure you go out there and you, you give it your all. And when people give you some advice, 
advice you take it it's very important that to you, everybody goes out there and, and helps each other out because uh we're, we're we're not we're our own team out there we're not a home team or visiting team and nobody's out there to see us but the only time they do see us is when we really screw something up and there isn't somebody where they're supposed to be and then that that's a bad situation so like i said when you're going when you go out there make sure you, you have a good time and you're you give it your all throughout the weekend don't be lazy make sure you're running your positions make sure you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing all the time and uh, like i said if you uh, if you're in position you'll you'll get a, a lot less uh, pushback a lot less headaches if you if you if you end up if you tend to blow a call i'm not saying coaches aren't going to give you shit but yeah but if you're in front of it it's hard to blow it, it's harder to blow a call when you're in front of it instead of behind it right so one of those things anyways uh here is a, a little word from our sponsor at caldera lab and i got a nice little story uh, that wrapped up uh, my wcbl season not last night but the one on saturday night but anyways here a little word of, uh, from our friends at caldera labs uh summer is here umpires and as the sun shines and you feel like you're standing on the sun's surface while you're out in the field your skin deserves the utmost attention fortunately our friends at caldera lab are here to ensure your skin is well prepared for the season ahead ever since i incorporated caldera lab into my summer routine taking care of my skin has never been simpler their products are clinically proven and and to uh, help visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Gain confidence and give an impeccable first impression this summer by using Caldera Labs and by joining the skincare revolution trusted by countless men. Use promo code 1420LAB at calderalab.com to enjoy 20% off their finest products. Caldera Labs creates uh, high-performance skincare products. The regimen leads off their product lineup with a -a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Inside the bundle, you'll find the clean slate, base layer, and the good. Caldera Lab is made with top-tier ingredients and is a great addition your daily routine taking less than a minute morning and night to help reduce wrinkles fine lines and signs of aging enjoy being or avoid being the uh, butt of everyone's joke this summer when you're on the field by taking the leap to skin royalty with caldera lab get 20 percent off uh, by using promo code 1420 lab at calderalab.com uh, and get 20% off and it helps the uh, 1420 podcast and the Hey Blue podcast in return. Anyways, on um, Saturday night, like I said, I was uh, well, I was in Okotoks. For those of you don't uh, who aren't from Alberta, or, but those who are, they, they, they kind of could probably figure it out when it's WCBL talking. 5,000 people are going to be one place to you that I'm talking about. And that was uh, Okotoks, Alberta. It was... Um, it was uh, it was a fun experience. I got to say, a crowd like that, everybody, there's five thousand people there. The atmosphere and everything else going on, they they, they do it right there. Uh, the the umpires, they treat us uh, pretty well. We uh, got out in the field there, and I was I wouldn't say I was nervous, but I was uh, I was anxious, I guess, a little bit, right? But then once the, the game starts, you know, home plate meeting or anything else, you have a, a nice chuckle with the guys, you crack a couple jokes, and then uh, before you know it, you're shaking hands, and the game starts. And the catcher comes out for his uh, for 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 warmups with the pitcher, and a guy that I worked a lot. Before behind the last few years uh catcher for okanagan college uh coyotes as well as the okotoks dogs caleb lombard uh we've grown to like uh, like each other i guess is a is a term i can i can say now we've uh we're, we're uh friendly enough with each other we're not best friends we're not going for drinks or anything else uh after a game by any means because i'm not i'm not a uh i'm not say a rat lover that's kind of a, a hard term that guy my age probably shouldn't be using but uh we get along we respect each other on the field a lot we we have some laughs and we uh we worked like i said we've worked well together over the last three or three years and you know COVID took a little bit of a bump there but i uh really enjoy working behind Caleb and he's he's fair with me and I'm fair with him and I tell him you know if I miss one don't be afraid to tell me because uh, you can say whatever you want and uh, we'll, I'll, uh, I'll let it go I mean it's just a it's a pitch and you, you try to get it wrong and if if I if I uh, if I think that you're you're wrong I'll tell you so we we have a very good working relationship and in the uh in the ninth inning there I was cleaning the plate and I stood up and I talked I, I looked right at him I said Caleb uh, if I don't see you again it's been a pleasure 
uh, umpire and be uh, working behind you for the last three years. Uh, I respect you. I have a good time work with you, and you've always been uh, good to me. So I uh, gave him a little pat in his chest pad, and he he thanked me, and he gave me a pat in the chest pad as well. And we, he talks to you. Yeah, you know what, Brent? He goes, you're one of my favorite umpires. And, so, and he didn't say that because I was standing in front of me or he was standing in front of me, right? So it was one of those things. It was a nice moment that uh, baseball doesn't have to be screw you, screw you and go, oh, it, you, you can make a lot of friends. Yeah. You're going to have some guys you're, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll not be friendly with when it's all said and done uh, you, that you, you, you don't want to ever see again. But in general, most guys are, are, are really good. Most guys do uh, respect the job that we do out there. And most guys do want it, do want you to do a good job today. It, it, it does uh, affect their at bat. So if they're, uh, if they're nice to you, you can be nice to them in return. It's not too hard because I'm not being silent. like, I don't go invite these guys for drinks, but it wouldn't, uh, you hear a player like that, that's uh, an elite level player. And, uh, He's very, he's a very intense guy. There's no getting around that old Caleb, but uh, he's, it was very nice to hear that for, from a guy that you respect and you work behind a little bit and you, uh, become, you come to know a little bit as a, as a person, not just as a, a guy uh, blocking baseballs in front of you. And it was, uh, it was a nice moment that I had in the field to uh, kind of wrap up my WCBL season on, uh, I, I did a game last night in Brooks, Alberta, which was a, uh, it was a fun game. Uh, got, a, got a little bit slow. Uh, there was a lot of runs in the first inning, 10 runs in the first inning, I think six, four, I think it was, but when that game was over as well, uh, I told you guys, I think it was in the, one of the very first Hey Blues, uh, my first ejection in a long time. Uh, Rudy from, uh, he was from Regina before, but he coaches in Brooks now. I threw him out of a game last year for popping off and like i said it was probably a little bit quicker than it had to be but uh after the game was over me and rudy shook hands and did the uh the bro hug and see you later because they're out of the playoffs now and i i'm i've uh, basically called it in for the uh for the rest of wcbl season because i'm going to uh to have her this weekend for that to tournament like i said so but it's nice to see to see to see people and you go out there and you realize you know you can uh you can have uh, you can have some fun and have some friends and not not everybody's out to get get you and uh we're out there to uh to get the the, the same goal is to start a game finish a game and uh, make sure it's done fairly and, and everything's going well. So it's uh, it's nice to see that there are some pretty good people in the baseball world at times and not everybody's out there to assassinate umpires like it, it's uh, per- portrayed in the media. Uh, it's just one of those things that you, you have to go out there and when people, when you respect people, they'll respect you back and I think that's one of the biggest things that you can uh, you can get. You can get that a lot of that out of the game of baseball as an official. But anyways, there's my, uh, there's the Hey Blue podcast for, uh, for this uh August the 1st, 2023, brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Make sure you guys in the show's notes, I'll put up the link to the uh, Hey Blue merchandise store. Get yourself some stuff for the, uh, there's some great shirts they have for undershirts for baseball, uh, mugs and aprons and all, everything's there at the Hey Blue merchandise store. So make sure you guys go there and pick something up because that, that also helps support the uh, the Hey Blue podcast and the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Uh, and listen to 1420 Sports Bar podcast wherever it is you get your podcast as well. Uh, a lot of fun. Like I said, I think on, over the weekend, we are going to have a round table with the uh, the five other guys. We're going to sit around and have maybe a beer or two, talk some uh, war stories about umpiring, what we like, dislike, and everything else. Be uh, probably a half hour, 45 minute episode. I think we're going to record that maybe on uh, Saturday night because the game will start, till, I think, four o'clock on Sunday. So we have a little bit of time to sleep in and maybe uh, have some fun and talk some war stories, some parts. We're recording on Sunday for the next Hey Blue podcast. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, remember, everybody, uh, have a great weekend this this weekend, wherever you're umpiring, whatever you're doing, whatever you got going on for the rest of the season. Work hard out there. A uh, little pro tip for you, too. Uh, when your game's over, no matter where, what, just take the balls back to the dressing room. Don't leave them at home plate. Don't roll them across the field. Just take them with you. Somebody will find them or somebody don't don't just throw them all over the field it looks bad it looks lazy take leave them in your bags walk off the field take them give one to a kid whatever 
Do not roll the balls on the field. It's one of those nitpicky things that makes me absolutely crazy. Someone's been doing it for quite a while, not someone. It's become more of a prevalent thing around here for whatever reason. I don't know who started that trend, but let's put an end to that one right across North America and everywhere you listen to uh, the, the Hey Blue podcast. So there's there's my uh, second tip of the week, I guess, from the uh, Hey Blue World headquarters. Anyways, a lot of fun talking baseball. Got a little somber, a little, a little serious, more, more serious than I wanted to. We'll pick things up. We'll get things a little bit more uh, rambunctious. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Let me know some other things you want to talk about. That you'd like me to talk about on the Hey Blue podcast. If you'd like to come on the show, just contact me. You'll find a way. Brent Redlinski. I'm on Twitter and, and F- Facebook and wherever. 1420sports at gmail.com. You can get, get a hold of me there. Uh, but make sure you guys uh, to tell other umpires about the show. And uh, yeah, have a great week on, on the field. And remember, one call's good, two calls are bad. We'll talk to you guys again on uh, Saturday night. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's go.